Welcome to the Splash Assess Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Quinley. This is the unofficial Jeff Lewis Live After Show. But first, I was reading some rumblings that Meghan and um, Prince Harry with no last name. I will still never get over that. What the fuck? They were bummed that they weren't nominated for an Emmy for their Netflix docuseries. And I know that I talked crap before about the title, Crappy Lake. Welcome to Crappy Lake, the new Bravo show with Sonia and Luann. But oh my God, you guys, if that doesn't fucking get an Emmy, I will be devastated. I will be bummed because it is the perfect fucking light summer hit that... I didn't even know I needed. I but it's everything. I mean, is it cheesy at times? Sure, but Sonia calling herself the cock curator? Like, tell me that Shakespeare wouldn't be jealous that he didn't come up with that poetic language himself. But speaking of talking shit, um, since I dish it out on the daily, I <laughs> I totally expect to get it back sometimes too. Like, charge it to the game, you know? And my first TikTok hater was born this weekend because of my unpopular opinion on a show that has officially won multiple Emmys. So who, why, who am I to talk shit? I was, I'm just joking, just joking. Um, but yeah, so it was a clip of Succession where I was speaking unfavorably about it, you could say. And this person, <laughs> they commented <laughs> and wrote, <clears throat> what the fuck is wrong with you? You should never be on radio again. (laughs) Look, I mean, that's all. It was a little aggressive. I'm not going to lie. Like my heart skipped a beat when I first read it. And then I just crumpled into laughter because (laughs) never was in all caps, by the way, never be on radio. Uh, Jokes on you, fool. I'm not even on radio, bitch. I'm just on any streaming platform that you can have, including ones in Australia, unlike SiriusXM, allegedly. So I'm actually flattered that he thought I was on radio. Um, But yeah, I don't, to answer the question, what the fuck is wrong with me? Look, it's taken years of therapy, self-reflection, and we still don't have an answer. We We still don't have an answer. So, um, and also people have told me that I need to get my Insta back for promotional reasons, which Jeff actually said too today on his show that that's the only reason he has an Insta. So basically I deleted Insta just to do TikTok. And now I have to fucking get on both platforms and have people hate me in two places when I want, I want neither. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So life is great. And so was today's show. So let's get right into the July 17th recap of Jeff Lewis Live. We had Leah Black, we had Jen Green, and we had Shane Yellow. Oh wait, Douglas. Sorry, I just, yeah, I wanted to give him a colorful last name too. We had Black, Green, you know, let's spice it up. So Jen likes to hang out with gay boys in Hollywood, West Hollywood. 
Jeff says that she's not going to find a straight man for herself if she keeps hanging out with all the gays. Yeah, okay, I get, I see that. But also, if that's her life, you know, then maybe her perfect man is a guy who has a core group of gays, too, that he likes to hang out with. And then they all meet one night in the middle of Pump or whatever dance floor. And it's like some West Side Story shit. Like, Jen and the guy, like, except it's West Hollywood Side Story. Oh my God, come on. All right, except Jen doesn't need help right now getting a man. She found one at a bar in Lake Arrowhead. Found one as if he's just like sitting on the shelf, elf on a shelf, ready to be plucked. Um, but Jeff wants all the deets. Tell us the gossip. And Jen's like, yeah, we met. What else do you want to know? Jeff's like, um, what the fuck? You're on a live radio show. I'm Anything, everything, What? I think potentially, allegedly, I didn't say this, but maybe Jen was trying to sabotage Jeff's show because Jeff is trying to sabotage Jen's, as in she's the producer of Hollywood Houselift. We'll get into all of that later, but just just a thought. So Leah gives us a bunch of rules. No judging if you don't follow them. You'll just get... <laughs> You'll just get her high squeal of disapproval, high squeal seal of disapproval, because she's like, oh my God, a kiss on the first night, not judging, but what a dirty little how, you know, like it always goes up. It's like um the Caitlyn Jenner dialect, <laughs> like once her voice goes up to that high pitch, hear the squeal, that's the seal. That Leah is horrified. Hor I'm horrified. I can't even do it. I'm horrified. Wow, that was amazing. I get it. Let's leave the impressions up to Amy Phillips and not this Amy. Noted. So Leah's rules include that men should send drinks if they have any class. Don't just come up to you like a savage at the bar. Uh, she also claims if you make out with somebody on the same night as meeting them, you can basically consider yourself a hooker. Okay, well then, sorry guys, but I think a lot of us are now hookers. In Leah's mind, in Leah's mind. She also says consuming, <laughs> consuming three drinks over several hours, mind you, classifies as a night of heavy drinking. Great, so now we're all Elkies too. And then she ends it with saying, no man is going to want to date Jen as long as she's friends with Jeff and shares things on the radio. Uh, um, no, Leah, like no man is going to want to date Jen because she's friends with you and you're on the radio painting her out to be this drunky, unclass hooker. When in reality, she's just this beautiful single chica that sounds like she had the most fun night ever. Like that ending at a cabin, cards at a cabin, and you didn't get murdered. What a success. What a success. To be honest, if anything, Jen's only problem is going to be <laughs> with her BFF Danielle that she went out with that night. Because Jen mentioned that they don't have the same taste in guys, as in Danielle likes ones that are jobless. 
which obviously Jen is joking about, and I'm sure her and Danielle laugh about that together, but now all of Danielle's exes are like, what the fuck, Jen? And Danielle's like, what the fuck, Jen? Now everybody thinks I just want a jobless, dirty slob that eats at slab. Speaking of... (laughs) Oh my god, what a transition. Jeff and Stu were at Slab again this weekend. (laughs) Slobbing it up. Slab is our new favorite BBQ restaurant. So they went to get takeout. And on the way home, Jeff couldn't help but start fucking Stu. Wait, no, wait, sorry. Fucking with Stu. With fucking with Stu. As in, Jeff was instigating him by saying his DMs were flooded by thirsty fans saying he has the perfect body. And (laughs) Stu believed him. Stu believed him. No, Jeff, you do have the perfect bod. But again, so does everyone. And Stu, no need to be insecure. Again, I compared you to Hugh the other day. Hugh Jackman, not Hefner. Stu and Hugh, but but also Stu believes Jeff and thinks he's serious because Jeff admittedly says sometimes he just keeps going with these bits, like he's as if he's serious, just to see how far he can take it. Okay, I, along with plenty of others, totally have a version of that sense of humor. I don't know if it's the sarcasm or the impulsiveness from the ADHD or the obsessiveness with the OCD, or a fucking perfect combo of all the disorders, but it's just kind of truly out of boredom. Like, your only mission is to fuck up the silence, disturb the peace, DTP, disturbing the peace. If you say it with a straight face, it's not Stu's fault for believing you. It's our fault for wanting to fuck with them. I mean, I could see the argument that since Jeff's statement about his perfect physique is so, so far-fetched that Jeff never thought Stu would believe it in the first place. (laughs) So I guess that's a compliment, Jeff, that Stu believed it. You know what it's like? Oh my f- oh, I just thought of the perfect analogy. Okay. It's like when um Gia Giudici. No, I'm just I'm just kidding. I won't bring Gia into my analogy. Okay, it's like when you collapse on the floor next to your pet just to see what they would do. If you like died on the spot, I don't know. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just fun. It's entertaining, you know? It's like putting your partner through fake scenarios just for entertainment. I ain't saying it's right. I'm just saying I understand. So Jeff went to Louis Vuitton, Louis Vuitton, to get someone a gift over the weekend. Oh, you shouldn't have. Oh my God, I'll send my P.O. Box info over later. Actually, that was Monroe's first instincts too. Just, (laughs) Just like me, want a Louis for yourself. So she was like, Dad, like I'm I'm coming. Let's get in the car. We're going shopping, bitch. She <laughs> Oh, Regina George. Um, okay, also just mentioning Gia Judice. Now we sound like Teresa Judice, Rulala. Does she is she taking his name? Teresa Judice Rulala? Um she always she all she talks about is how she wants a Louie, how she wants a Louie, Louie, Louie. And now me and Monroe are pulling a Teresa. But Honestly, Jeff proves to be genius time and time again. So he casually mentions which purse Monroe wanted that he refused to get her with the $2,000 price tag. Like he's trying to be a sensible parent, not just spoil her with whatever. 
only spoil her at Target, not at Louis Vuitton, you know? But he made sure to describe the purse exactly to a T so that either fairy godmother Leah over there with her purse bulging at the seams with gifts for Monroe already, she can know exactly what to get her for her next, I don't know, birthday, Christmas, next week gift. Actually, let's be honest, like Leah will have that Louis delivered by the time Monroe is out of camp today. Oh, no way. Oh, my God. She can fucking go to that. God, I'm so sorry, Monroe. I really am. I really am. Okay. And if it isn't Leah, then it will be one of Jeff's millions of listeners that buys it for her. Again, like so fucking smart, Jeff, to be like, I would never get this tiny, adorable Louis Vuitton purse, the one with the chain and the double zipper. But if somebody else wants to, so smart. So Jeff mentions Weasel's Preezels, a.k.a. Wetzel's Pretzels. (laughs) What a name. What a name. Leah basically asks, why is he always thinking about food? Um, Leah, what else in life is worth thinking about? What the fuck? Besides good food and good dick. Like, good food is so much easier to come by, too. So that's why we're thinking about it from sunup to sundown. Also, I meant to say earlier, thank you so much, Jeff, for sharing your exact slobby slab meal. Like, you know how much I appreciate when you give us a full food review. Keep up the good work. Though clearly, people like Leah don't. Speaking of things that Leah doesn't like... Ew, I sound so evil. Jeff's idea to have Jameson move into Ms. Black's Manor while she hops back to Miami? Oh my God, Leah was not having it. Not having it whatsoever. Jeff's point was that while Leah was away, Frank and Jameson would play and fuck all over her house. Every crevice, every last crevice. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. No. Okay. If Leah was away, then Jameson would make the house look lived in so that it was less robbable. At least that's what I was picking up from it. And now Leah is totally going to have to have someone stay there 24-7 because because she just broadcasted on radio that no one lives in her multi-million dollar mansion when she's gone except a housekeeper and gardener who check on it occasionally. Like, God forbid, because we would never want somebody to actually rob it. But I'm just saying, unfortunately, I believe it's happened once or twice or thousands of times to all of you up in those Hollywood Hills. The ones that Jeff's busy house lifting. Oh my God, I cannot wait for the new season. So Leah gets a citation from the city for chopping trees down. She's okay with that. Like she would rather cut them down and have to pay. Fuck fresh air. Fuck the fresh air. Give her the views. And I just had to call this out because shout out Shane. (laughs) He calls Leah the Lorax. (laughs) The Lorax. Oh my God. Dr. Seuss's Lorax who cuts down all the trees. It was (laughs) Leah the Lorax. So fucking perfect. I loved it. So, and Jeff was worried that because he just hired a new employee 
Oh my god, you guys, his name is Gus. Gus, 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 just like uh, Cinderella, the little mouse. That's what I think of. Gus, Gus. Um, but Jeff was worried that Shane was going to start slipping because he'd be intimidated by Gus, Gus. And are you joking? Gus, Gus wouldn't have come up with uh, Leah the Lorax like that. Come on. Shane has job security from his brain alone. We love your wit, you little twit. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, also, so Jeff used to work with Gus. And can I just say, I fucking love that he's giving his old coworker a chance. Like, I love that. He wants to help him grow on the business side of things. Like, just keep on growing his career because he knows back in the day he was a good coworker to have. I, I just love it. Like, I've always thought that when I worked with people. If I could afford a chef, I'd want this person. If I needed a lawyer, I'd trust this person said no one ever. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So Gus's official title will be the second assistant for now until he contacts Jeff's lawyer to change it to something ridiculous. But I mean, he basically is the assistant to the assistant regional manager of Dunder Mifflin. I don't know why, but I just have a feeling that Gus and Toby are going to get along. Because Jeff mentioned earlier that Toby and Stu's dog Milo, they're acting a bit cray. Cray. And uh, I mean, like father, like son, I'll just say uh, pets are very much like their owners. That's why mine are either calm, very calm or very aggressive. (laughs) (laughs) little in between but I feel like Gus will speak to Toby's energy like Dr. Doolittle style and I also wait I feel awful that I talk shit about poor Toby's name no it's fucking cute I changed my mind okay we're allowed to do that like how either Jen Green or Jeff Lewis are going to have to change their minds about how they see the production going on the show because they were a bit at odds. Jen brought a little tension in and Leah quickly switched from judge Judy to mediator Molly. But basically Jen wants Jeff to show his relationship with Stu more while they're filming. And Jeff wants to focus more on relationships with clients and going out to meals with them. Yes, that was one of my fucking favorite things about flipping out. The chips and salsa and margaritas and them talking about if the Casa Vega lady was going to buy them lunch or not. And Jeannie, Jeannie yelling at them from across the table with the Russian, like the forks and knives. You hear the silverware flying. That is the content I want on Hollywood Houselift, please. Because Jeff was saying like this weekend they had to reshoot something and production wanted to either do it at his house or Megan's. And Jeff was like, no, we film there all the time. The first shoot was at a restaurant. So if we have to reshoot it, let's just find a better restaurant and do it again. Yes, Jeff, I totally agree. Like, sure, we do love seeing their personal houses as well. But if they have that content there already, then fuck yeah, switch it up. Give us some new scenery to look at. And do, like, cool B-roll footage of the food. Again, that is more interesting to me than hearing Stu on my TV screen on Amazon Freebie telling us how his car got robbed for the 87th time. I swear to God, I'll chuck a fucking shoe. I will chuck a shoe that Toby and Milo would rip to shreds and I will rip my TV to shreds with it because I can't hear that shit, Jen. And Jen kept on asking if we want to see more of Jess personal life 
And the answer is no. And yes, at the same time, I told you not doing good with the balance thing over in this household. (laughs) You already know that. Um, But I don't need to see his interview with Gus and him shoveling down barbecue with stew. Like, would I would I watch that? Of course, we love everything Jeff Lewis. But I do agree with Jeff. Like, I want to see him doing more with the current cast of the show instead of adding all these side pieces in like why would you need a side piece when your main chicks are none other than Megan or Shane or, I don't know, maybe the celebrities getting renovations? Like, have dinner and drinks with them. Toss him in at Stake 48 with Anthony Anderson. Take Fortune Feimster to Ace Hardware and then hit up Laurel Hardware right after. That is the content I would like to see, please. But I mean, at the end of the day, as Jeff points out, Jen, Jen is the genius that made the first season such a success. So we love and trust her. And please, though, we really don't need Gus and Milo and Stu storylines. I'm just saying all we need is good food and good views. Fuck the dick. Fuck the dick. Before I say... (laughs) (laughs) Yes, go and fuck some dick, but also fuck the dick because before I said good food and good dick was all we need. No, we love a good dick, but that can be under the umbrella of good views. That can be considered a great view, if you will. So great food and great views, including great dick. Oh my God, if only that TikTok user could hear me now, he would really be like, no, seriously, somebody call the authorities to find out what the fuck is wrong with her. I'm telling you, nobody cares. There's bigger fish to fry. And now I'll say goodbye. And we and we will be back tomorrow. <laughs> oh my God, so ridiculous. We will be back tomorrow with more Jeff Lewis Live recaps. In the meantime, you can go on my Insta or TikTok and ask what the fuck is wrong with me. But again, we will never have that answer. All we know is that we will be back tomorrow. Love you guys so fucking much. Bye. Bye. Splash, splash, splash your sails, splash your sails.